Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. We're your hosts, Calvin Timms and Dale Terry. You can find us over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin and at Dynasty underscore Dale. And we're going through our 2023 off-season recap. I apologize, my voice is a little scratchy today. I've got some allergies going on and it's just kind of whooping me a little bit here. So I'll try and, and, and fight through it, but please bear with me here. Um, but yeah, we are going through our full recap for all 32 teams in the NFL. We've gone through three divisions. We're jumping on the last AFC division. If this is your first episode, thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you stick around um, while you're here. If you can, just leave a like on the video, a comment, subscribe to the channel. We're gonna be put. We're gonna be putting out a lot more content all off season long. But yeah, it's been fun so far. We're going through all the changes that these teams have made and, you know, we're going through the coaching changes, the guys that they cut, the guys that they added in free agency, the guys that they re-signed, the draft, and we're giving all of our thoughts on these teams as a whole at the very end of the podcast. So it's been a lot of fun so far. There's things that I've forgotten that this series has helped me to remember, but yeah, it's it, we're going and how are we doing today, Dale? Hey, we we are doing very very well. Um, I'm I'm actually excited to talk about this this uh, upcoming division we got. Um, got a lot of pretty poor teams, but I mean, has some teams that really have some have some fight in them, and 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 there's definitely some things that we that we need to that we need that we need a little refresher on. Yeah, for sure. And um, so today we're going to be going over the Houston Texans in the AFC South. Again, if we've got your team already and you're you're coming back, thank you guys so much. But if we haven't gotten to your team yet, we are going to be putting these out every single day for the entire month of July and then one on August 1st. And then we're probably taking a break because August 2nd is my birthday. So I'm going to be off celebrating that. But that said, tomorrow is Dale's birthday. So make sure you guys, by the time that this comes out, it's already been Dale's birthday. But, yeah. you know, when we're recording, so... Dale's going to have a good time tomorrow, but getting old, he's getting old. 45-year-old man, you know, he, he, yeah, looks, he looks pretty good for 45. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm really 30 <laughs> yeah. before he starts spreading lies against me. But yeah, anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So with the Houston Texans, um, really quickly, you know, obviously they went through the whole coaching staff change this last mm-hmm. offseason, but I actually low-key think that this roster is going to be competitive. Like, it looks pretty decent now it all comes down to the coaching staff and what they're going to be able to do at the top but yeah the if you go back to the end of last year in the meaningless week 17 game or week 18 game 18, against the yeah. it was the colts right the colts yep, yeah yep, division rivals so um the houston texans managed to pull out the win therefore hurting themselves also helping the colts it was just the the funniest move it was you gotta the respect weirdest thing yeah, you got to respect uh, Lovey Smith for giving the Bears one last, you know, here you go, because it gave right. the Bears the number one overall pick, got them the trade with Carolina, and yeah, it goes back to uh, the end of it all, where the Houston Texans, they take they take C.J. Stroud number two overall, but then they have to trade back up in the first for the other guy that they wanted. It was just a crazy series of events, and you just wonder – um, how that really played out if they would have gone Bryce Young instead or or what. But yeah, it's it's crazy to think about, but it's fun as well. So 
Um, all right, so new head coach, D'Amico Ryans, comes over from San Francisco, the defensive coordinator. This is going to be interesting because you've got a defensive coordinator head coach uh, or defensive-minded head coach, similar to what the Jets have done, and we've seen that with Robert Sala the last couple of years. I personally am not the biggest fan of defensive-minded head coaches, and the reason behind that is just because these guys – they have to have a good offensive coordinator, right? But when you're a good offensive coordinator, eventually you're going to get poached to go be a head coach for another team. And then you've got to replace them with a new offensive coordinator. And it just may, you're not very often getting poached for a defensive coordinator, right? And when you're a defensive-minded guy, it doesn't hurt as bad to lose those guys. So, um, yeah, I just think for the longevity of a, of a team, offensively you want to be more consistent year-to-year on that end. But... It is what it is. So D'Amico Ryans comes in as the head coach. He brings with him Bobby Slowick. Um, he is mm-hmm. the he was the former San Francisco passing coordinator for the team. I don't really know what all he was involved with because it's mostly Kyle Shanahan over there. Um, but we saw good things from Mike McDaniel down in Miami. So maybe there's a little mm-hmm. bit more of opportunity there for Bobby Slowick, but. It's hard to say right now, right? And then they also brought in Matt Burke to be the defensive coordinator. But, again, it's mostly going to be D'Amico Ryan. So what are your thoughts about this coaching staff? Yeah, I, I, I really thought it was a good head coaching hire. Um, I really like D'Amico Ryans. And I think I think for the first time in a long time that the Texans made a good front office change. Um, well, in, in, in their coaching staff, you know, um, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think it was horrible of them getting Levy Smith, but they, but it was, but it was, but unfortunately it was, it was their second head coach in a row. That was a lame duck right. head coach. And that, and that's not good for your overall team morale because you're getting to right. know this guy and then he's out of a job. So, right. Right. um, I, I, I really think, I really think these defensive coaches can be, valuable in that they can hopefully bring more of a team outlook instead of an offensive outlook on right. the, on their team you, yep. more like a Mike Tomlin kind of kind yeah, of vibe. they can they can build a good yeah. culture right that's yes, kind of what yes. we've seen with a yes. lot of these defensive guys you almost want them as the as the backbone but cuz they can just, yep. they can really make a team come together but it just sucks yes. because it does it it works well if you can be like um oh who is the team that always loses their OC I forget I had it in my mind but it just slipped out but there's a team uh they constantly lose their offensive coordinator right and they just continue to to replace that year in and year out so mm-hmm. it is definitely possible but it's just more difficult and that's where yeah yeah you just got to be you got to be a little sharper and it's just a little yeah, scary absolutely guess, right so yeah 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 but I I think on I think with as as a head coaching position I I think Ryan's is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little worried about Bobby Slowick. I don't know how good he is. I'll be very honest. Right. Um, this is his first time as offensive coordinator. Yes, coordinator. Um, so we'll see what he can yes. do. But yeah, th- there's really not much to say about him at, for now. We're just going to have to watch. I expect for the most part, it's probably going to be a lot like San Francisco, you know, kind of the run, mm-hmm. run heavy um, with the play action passes and, you know, not leaning, not putting everything on, on, um, CJ Stroud's shoulders right away. Right. So it should be, I think it'll be really good for CJ Stroud, but we'll talk about him here in just, Mm -hmm. 
All right, so a few deep, uh, a few players that they added or re-signed this offseason. They brought in Shaquille Griffin, cornerback from Jacksonville. Tavir Thomas, another cornerback that they re-signed. Darius Phillips, they brought in from Denver. Um, a couple defensive linemen. Chase Winovich, they brought over from Cleveland. Defensive end there. Sheldon Rankins, defensive tackle from the Jets. Hassan Ridgeway from the Niners, another DT. Um, they brought in By- or Byron Cowart. Defensive tackle out of KC, um, fullback Andrew Beck from Denver, Jimmy Ward. This was a good signing by them, Loki. They sniped him away from the Niners. He followed D'Amico Ryans over here. Offensive guard Michael Dieter. This was Loki, kind of a good signing as well. Just a good, solid depth piece. Uh, guard mm-hmm. from Miami last year. Denzel Perryman, interior linebacker from the Raiders. Corey Littleton from Carolina. Um, they re-signed Neville Hewitt. And Jake Martin from Denver. These are all linebackers. Derek Rivers, they re-signed him as well. Brought in Case Keenum to be the backup kind of mentor mm-hmm. to C.J. Stroud. Uh, signed running back Mike Boone. They brought in Devin Singletary on a one-year contract from Buffalo. Offensive tackle Greg Little from Miami. Dalton Schultz, they gave him a one-year deal. Dalton Schultz was the uh, Cowboys tight end last year. Mm-hmm. They also... Brought in wide receiver Robert Woods. Now, this is a fairly good signing, in my opinion. Um, did they trade for him or did they sign him? They signed him. Okay. That's what I thought, but I just want to make sure. Steven Sims Jr., they brought him in, another wide receiver there, and then Noah Brown. So, some good names. I This is like the third yeah. year in a row, though, that they've really flipped a lot of their roster, and it does make you a little nervous. That means that they haven't really found that nucleus to kind of hold things together, but... Um, they did get rid of like guys like Brandon Cooks this last offseason. So it's interesting, but the the names that they brought in, I do like them quite a bit. I think that they have a lot of potential of leadership as well as yep. um, experience, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. And I don't find it super uh, – like I it can be alarming when teams turn over like this. But it's it's with a team in, that's been in this much turmoil for the past half decade, mm-hmm. at least. You know, I don't think it's a horrible thing because because you just need people who are going to be adults in the room, right? Believers um, of the mission, know, right? Yes, yes, and and that's why I think um, uh, like the Case Keenum signing is really good. Um, on, you know, on, another one is uh. Robert Woods is good, which I mean, I'm not sure how much good he's going to be on the field, but you know, in, 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 in the locker room, I, I, I think he could be a really good guy, yeah, um, you sure. know, you know, and, and stuff like that. Like same with Noah Brown, you know, I, I, I think he's a good guy and they really got a lot of, a lot of decent pieces there that aren't, that, that, that are older, but aren't super young or that, that aren't past their prime. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Very good point. So now it's all kind of going to boil down to Chase Young or Chase Young, uh, <laughs> Chase Young with the uh, Washington commanders, Chase Young, right. you know, uh, CJ Stroud. It, it's all going to be on his yeah. shoulders, right? Whether he yes, can it will be. really develop and, and be what you and I both really like him, but mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of pressure on him. So we'll see if he can kind of live up to that. Now, a few guys that they did let go this last off season. So you had cornerback Trayman Smith, um, you had Ogbaninia Okoronkwo, 
defensive end, um, Rasheem Green, another DE, defensive tackle, Taylor Stalwart, Justin McCray, a guard, um, linebacker, Jalen Reeves-Mabin, uh, quarterbacks, Kyle Allen and Jeff Driscoll, excuse me, Jonathan Owens, another safety, um, Jordan Atkins, OJ Howard, and Eric Tomlinson, a couple of tight ends that they let go. That's a lot of tight ends that they really kind of let go here. It's kind of surprising. Um, Chris Moore and Philip Dorsett are a couple of wide receivers that they let go. And a few guys that they've released that haven't been signed, so it's always possible that they bring these guys back when training camp kicks off here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, Justin Britt, center. Um, you have Mario Addison, a defensive end. A.J. Kane, a guard. Uh, Jermaine Carter, linebacker. Blake Cashman, another linebacker. And then Kevin Pierre-Lewis, these are all linebackers. E.J. Perry is a quarterback. I don't really think they'll bring him back. Rex Burkhead, Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman, man, I haven't heard that name in a while. What could have been right. okay? Um, a couple running backs. Darius Joyner, safety. I would not be shocked if they brought him back. He's a pretty good player. Um, and at depth, I think he could be interesting, but then drew Estrada, a wide receiver as well. So, you know, there's a reason some of these guys haven't been signed. Like for example, um, Rex Burkhead is 33 years old as a white running mm-hmm. back. It's, it's, yeah. it's a, you're up against it. We'll, we'll just put it that way. Yes. So, um, any major names with the, with the guys that they let go? Uh, not, not really. I think it was all, all guys that were trimming the fat i i i i guess you could say it's not yeah. really anything major i mean i mean i mean i mean losing oj howard was not a big deal right. at all <laughs> right. you know i'll be very honest you know and nobody was really a, a superstar here that they really needed or was being a contributing member to their team yep i'm with you so then so, in the draft, in the first round, we talked about it. Number two overall, they take C.J. Stroud. Now, I low-key, I'm not going to lie, I think them winning that game saved their franchise because if they would have taken Bryce Young number one overall, I think that would have set them back so far. And again, in, 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 in speaking of that, I had a very – I actually had a decent conversation on Twitter, which is surprising. <laughs> um, well, in, in this one person uh, posted – Posted like, who would you rather have? It, it it would it would be it would be Bryce Young or 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 C.J. Stroud in Dynasty. And I, sure. I picked Stroud all day. You know, it's it's because of precision, accuracy. Yeah, you know, the, and the, I, the I, I, I I yeah yeah I I feel those traits are more beneficial than what Young could offer. And then and then there's a couple people saying that, uh, saying that like, um, saying that uh Bryce Young has all these has 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 the best pocket presence of of any quarterback in the last decade um, that I had one guy saying that I had, I had some guys saying that Stroud isn't athletic. They see him as a Jared golf type, which I, 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 I had, I'd rather I have Jared golf than Bryce Young. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I would too. Um, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, I actually, I actually had a, felt like what was a decent conversation, um, you know, and, and then there's also people trying to say that like you can teach accuracy but then I bring up, you know, Tim Tebow, uh, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. no, so, but no, for sure. I, I yeah. think CJ Stroud was a good, good sign. Yeah. yeah, I think he was I, the best quarterback in this class, and you got him at two instead of one. So, um, yes. they did then trade up to number three overall. Took linebacker Will Anderson out of Alabama. Now the the stats guys hated this, but 
it is what it is. You can make up your own yeah. mind on that. Yeah, I really yeah, yeah. That. I, I, I don't. I think, I think if they're bad this year, that's going to make the biggest difference because right. then the then they're going to lose that out out on a top ten. Yeah, potential. So right. that 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 yeah yeah that's the only issue I have. Right. Um. In round two, they took Juice Scruggs, a, a center out of Penn State. In round three, Nathaniel Dell, wide receiver out of Houston, the ah, Alvin's favorite player. We'll talk about him in a bit. He's a good player, but he's just limited size guy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Horton, defensive end, in round four out of TCU. Henry Tuo Tuo, linebacker out of Alabama, in the fifth round. Jarrett Patterson, center out of Notre Dame, in six, and then also Xavier Hutchinson, wide receiver, one of the guys that I loved. I really wish he would have got more draft capital than this out of Iowa State in round six, yeah. and then Brandon Hill, safety out of Pittsburgh in round seven. So, you know, we'll talk about C.J. Stroud. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit here, but other than that, you know, I didn't love the Nathaniel Dell, but I guess they went to C.J. Stroud, and that's who he really likes. So. You know, you're trying to appease your your new starting quarterback, so it is what it is. But this is like uh, Patrick Mahomes taking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the first round of that draft just because he wants them doesn't mean you can't recommend other guys. But uh, it is what it is, right? So yeah. Um, in terms of the actual roster now, so let's get into our dynasty thoughts here. Offensive line, it's still a pretty good group of players. Um, they still they managed to keep Laramie Tunzel. There's all the trade rumors all offseason mm-hmm. long. So I think keeping him, bringing in Shaq Mason, like they have a pretty low-key good offensive line. So I think that it's going to be able to keep the run game going pretty well. And it's also going to be able to keep uh, the lanes open for C.J. Stroud that he's going to be able to mm-hmm. kind of – Again, use that accuracy to pick apart some of these defenses. Now, quarterback-wise, C.J. Stroud, we both agree he's going to be the starter, right? Davis Mills, yep. I don't think he's going to be able to hold him off. Um, there's no chance. There's a chance that Davis Mills starts the season if they want to play those dumb games. I, but don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I don't think, think so either, happen. but they might no. do that just to slow play Stroud a little bit, make sure he's right. whatever. Ready. All the, yeah, stupid yeah. games that they play. Case Keenum's yep. there as well. Now, C.J. Stroud, again, we we both agree that he should have been the number one in this draft class yep. over Bryce Young. And, and it's not a slight on, on Bryce Young. We like Bryce Young, but we just like C.J. Stroud more, right? And yep. yes. when you're talking about the measurables and all those things, I think C.J. just brings more to the table than Bryce Young. Bryce Young mm-hmm. might be a genius, but you are still limited by those size factor. You can bulk up all you want, but you're still 5'9", my dude. So it, it just scares me a little bit. Now, I hope that he goes on to have a Hall of Fame career. I really do. And he can prove me wrong. But I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm risk averse at betting on outliers, right? And that's just right. me personally. So, you know, again, I hope that Bryce Young is in the Hall of Fame. Some I hope he's going to kill it. But I also hope CJ Stroud is there as well. So <laughs> that is what it is. Um, any last thoughts on CJ or we'll just jump into the running backs? Yeah, no, well, I'm I'm very excited about Stroud. You know, I I know I know it's going to be rocky year one because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a lot of weapons, mm-hmm. but but don't but don't let that deter you from either keeping mm-hmm. for him or 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 just even trying to trade for him. Because sometimes yeah. guys guys get off of those players that have a a less than stellar year one. Yeah, it's crazy. I was listening to a podcast that I really respect and. um you know, it was crazy to me that they were talking about CJ Stroud a little bit, and this is not to put them on blast or anything, but 
they were just talking about how they thought that value-wise, C.J. Stroud already peaked at like quarterback 14. I'm like, man, I really think that we're being a little short-sighted. Joe Burrow's mm-hmm. not a mobile guy, and he's a top 10 mm-hmm. consistent pick, right? I think that that's yeah. what C.J. Stroud has the potential to be. And I, was I, just like, I agree with that. I thought it was crazy that they're talking about Stroud already peaking. I was like, what are we doing here? That is just, that's wild. Cause he's, he's consistently the number three quarterback in rookie startups, right? Or like what rookie drafts right now, which is, yes. Eh, again, it's crazy to me, but it, it is what it is. All right. Now let's jump into the running backs. Obviously Damian Pierce is the returning vet. Um, Devin Singletary is on a one-year deal. They also have Dare, Dare Ogunbowale, um, Jared Dokes, Mike Boone. I mean, I think it's going to be the one-two show with Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary. Um, I yep. actually put out a video earlier this offseason kind of talking about these two guys specifically. I think they're going to be the 1A and the 1B. The problem is they're both very good at the same things, and I think mm-hmm. that from a fantasy perspective, they're going to cannibalize each other a little bit in this season. I think they're both going to be top 24 running backs um, just with the system and the opportunity and the talent of these two guys. But I don't think they're that one of them is going to be able to really break away over the other. Do you have any thoughts on these guys? I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, I would rather have Devin Singletary than Damian Pierce. Um, Even on a one-year it, deal? It, will, it, it only because of draft price. Fair. That's, that, 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 that's the only thing. You know, um, I, I do think Damian Pierce is going to get more snaps. Um, but I do think Devin Singletary is going to be used in all different kinds of ways. Sure. Um, you know, you know, I mean, I understand it's a very small deal for them. I mean, it's only well, like $1.5 million. Yeah, so it's like, small. it's not, it's, it's, it is not very much for, for a running back that I feel is worth more than that, in my opinion. Um, and I, I think Devin Singletary is more talented than Damian Pierce. That's just me. That's I disagree, but that we we've that, that, talked about fine. this multiple times. So yeah. It's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's perfectly fine. So yeah, you know, but I, I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 th- I think it's going to be a struggle to really see who's going to be the lead sure. back in, yep. that, in that offense. Yeah, unless there's an injury. But Devin Singletary's been yeah. surprisingly healthy through most of his career. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I, I do like these guys as death pieces, but I think Pierce is going a little bit higher in in value than Singletary. And yeah, so if you have to buy one at cost, probably Singletary. I probably agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, pass catcher wise, now there's a lot of guys at wide receiver. Um, I don't think there's not going to be this many when the season rolls around. They're going to cut a lot of these guys. We'll see who all makes the cut. Um, but, you know, I'm going to throw the tight ends in here too. Honestly, I think that Robert Woods and Dalton Schultz are going to be the number one and number two in targets on this team. Now, Dalton Agreed. Schultz is someone that's going very underdrafted, in my opinion. Like, I think he's a lot cheaper for a potential top seven type of season. Like, everyone forgets that Dalton Schultz just two years ago was a the the tight end number six, right in yes. Dynasty and um and in fantasy and i think that he has that potential as well because tight ends and running backs are a rookie quarterback's best friend because they like to get it out there quickly dump it off to these guys we've seen dalton schultz he's not the most reliable guy but he is someone that if you give him a lot of i could see him being very good because of the volume he's going to get 
Um, Robert Woods, again, he's a little bit older, but he is finally, he's a year out from that ACL tear as well. So he should be back to a little bit of his form, older form, but he should be a, again, a, a young quarterback's best friend right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, I think, I, th- I think one of the, I think the other guy that I'm, I'm excited to see is, 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 is John Mechie. Yeah. Yep. So Nico I'm, Collins, I'm, uh, yes, Nico yeah. Collins, John Mechie, the third Amari Rogers, Stephen Sims, Xavier Hutchinson, um, Noah Brown. There's a lot of guys here. Nathaniel Dell. Um, there are. Now, I would say probably, arguably, John Mechie and Nico Collins are the next two guys that are worth even considering in this offense. I think they're mm-hmm. going to go for a big-name wide receiver next year with their first that they do have. I would yes. not be shocked there. Yeah. Or a big-name free agent wide receiver, whoever that could be next year. But, yeah, John Mechie, go ahead and, and break him down a little bit. Yeah, uh, uh, so he was the wide receiver from Alabama. Uh, he had, I think he had... Hoskins lymphoma, I think is what he had. Leukemia, right? Leukemia, thank you, yes. Um, and then he wasn't able to play last year. Right. Um, and and he's in, and it, and it's gonna be like his rookie year. Um uh, but when he but but when he was at Alabama, he played with uh Devonta Smith and mm-hmm. and he was the two in that offense and he was electric. Yeah, he, he was, he was, he was he, yeah, yeah, he was fantastic, you know, and I, I, I really feel he, he's, he's going to be set up for success this year um, because there's going to be more teams that are, I think, on Robert Woods or Xavier Hutchinson if he plays outside. Right. And I really think Mechie can play that slot fairly well and, and be very, and, and, and be a very good wide receiver. Yeah, we'll see, you know, one when you go through that kind of treatment and everything, I'm sure mm. it might take him a little bit of time to get back to you know, football strength, right? We have no yeah. idea. And that's the one risk with John Mechie. Um, personally, I'd be going for Nico Collins a little bit. Um, he just seems like the other guy that's going to be on the outside and he's going to have more touchdown opportunity. But yeah, I don't blame anybody. It's a coin flip between these two guys. We have no idea how they're going to yeah. really perform on the field with Stroud. Now, really quickly, just some brief thoughts on Tank Dell, Nathaniel Dell. Um, he's a small guy. He's 155, and I think he's 5'9", if I remember right, or 5'7". Yeah. Uh, he's very short. He's he's compact for his size. He's got some of the cleanest releases in this rookie class. Like He's very, very smooth with that, but... I mean, again, he's 155. I just think that even if he got up to 170, you're talking Devonta Smith with half the size, right? At least Devonta Smith is tall, um, but he still gets banged around by some of these cornerbacks, and that makes me a little nervous. So, I again, outlier, same with, with Bryce Young. I mm-hmm. am not betting on them personally. I wish them all the luck in the world and to prove me wrong, but I'm just I'm out personally. So, that's my thoughts yeah. on Tank Dell. Do you have any last thoughts, and we'll wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like Tank Dell. I, th- I think he could be very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's going to take him a, lo- a little bit to get fantasy relevant. Right. He could be. He could be the slot guy. Like, let's say John he, Mechie comes he, out and he he's not fully healthy. Right. Yeah. It, it's very likely it could be Robert Woods, Nico Collins, and and mm-hmm. um, Tank Dell. Tank Dell. So yep. absolutely. Yeah. So it. There is definitely some potential upside, but again, personally, I'm just being risk averse with with Tank Dell, and I don't fault anybody for going for him. But that's just where I I kind of line up. 
So um, obviously CJ Stroud liked him. The team liked him enough to take him in the third round. He's got the draft capital that everyone always talks about, right? So um, there are those factors to consider as well. But yeah, it's just, I like to be proven wrong before I kind of start to believe personally. All right, any last thoughts on the Texans here? Again, I think they're going to be pretty good. I think they're low-key going to be competing for this division. This division is kind of wide open, and um, I think anybody can kind of take it. So, All right, so that said, that is the Houston Texans full 2023 recap. Um, If you like this, please leave a comment down below. Again, I apologize if my voice is a little scratchy. Hopefully it's not. (laughs) You guys can't tell too much. It's killing me, but uh, hopefully it's not bugging you guys too much. But I will get over this, and by the next time you hear me, it will probably be be a little bit better, hopefully. So, um, again, if you guys can, leave a subscription on the channel. We're going to be putting out content all off-season long, like review, whatever. Just helps out with the pal- with the podcast. It gets it out there to more people. And we appreciate all the people that have been checking out all these videos, you know. Um, we've been putting a lot of time into these. I think all in all for all 32 teams, we're going to have around like 18 hours, give or take, you mm-hmm. know, 16 to 18 hours. And it's just a lot of work for us. And we appreciate we're doing this just for fun. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it too. If you have any feedback or anything, just leave it in a comment or hit us up on Twitter. Again, you can find us on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin for myself or Dale at Dynasty underscore Dale. And until next time, thank you guys so much for listening and have a good night.